0: Um, Before we introduce the youth, I want to thank you for the seeds that you have planted. God supernaturally paid, I think it was almost $8,000 that we raised in this house. Can we give Jesus praise? Uh, We had a supernatural Sunday of um, our board of regents that serve over me. Um, giving us a challenge and we met it and we exceeded that but I want you to know as you listen to them this morning this is your seed that you've invested in their lives I want to read something that I wrote down to share this morning before I introduce them of what we feel about the youth here The church plays way too much defense when it comes to dealing with teenagers. We rant and rave about the drugs, depression, social media, and violence that are ravaging our youth, and yet these are critical issues that must be faced head-on and dealt with. But as the church, we often forsake playing offense when it comes to the youth. Can I get an amen? It's not just taking things out of their hands or smartphones out of their room. It's about calling them to something bigger something better and something biblical can I get an amen in the house it's about calling them we must help our youth grasp the glorious reality of the gospel that salvation is more than a ticket to heaven it's a train ride through life that reveals their true identity belonging and purpose in Jesus can I get an amen We must inspire them to be used by God to be change agents on their campuses and ambassadors of Christ in their communities. We must treat the youth in our church not as youth rooms full of apathetic narcissists waiting to be entertained, because that's not who they are, but a missionary force waiting to be unleashed. Can I get an amen? Can I get a thank you, Jesus? Thoreau once said, and listen to this, for every thousand hacking at the leaves of evil, one strikes at the root. Only the gospel can strike at the root. And that's why we have invested offensively and not defensively in the youth and what God is doing. I honor the youth leadership team. I honor everyone that went. And at this time, we welcome our youth pastor, Courtney Brown, as she comes up. Give her a big, God bless you.
1: Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Um, before I let them share, I just wanted once again to thank everybody for praying for us and sowing to us. We had an, an amazing week at youth camp. We had a lot of fun, but God showed up and did what only He can do. So we are so Whoa. thankful for that. But I don't want to stand up here alone, so I'm going to ask our amazing Impact Student Ministries to come join me. So, all the youth and leaders, come join me on the stage. Whoa
2: it's
1: making sure austin was making his way up here aren't these a great good looking group of kids and yes, adults are. Awesome. we are so blessed um we have a lot of new faces in our group this year and you're always worried, you know, how are they gonna fit together with us? How are they gonna fit in with our group? But the kids, that, well, the youth that you see up here, they were like the missing pieces that we didn't know we needed. I love that. They completed us in a way we didn't know was possible. And this is not your typical youth group, this is a family. We are a family up here, we have each other's backs, we pray, we love each other. And um, I just wanna share a little bit about some of my favorite times at youth camp. Um, We had these amazing morning devotions led by my husband, Michael Brown. But after the morning devotions, we let the kids go and just have their own time with the Lord. And seeing them write in their journals and praying and reading scripture meant the world to me because that's what matters the most. Because when they leave youth camp, they have to get back into the real world. We want to give them a foundation to how to have their own time with the Lord without others around them. without us cheering them on, their parents cheering them on, to find their own real time with the Lord. So seeing them do that meant the world to me. I would sneak pictures of them without them seeing me. um, But it was just phenomenal. Um, Monday night, Austin opened up with an incredible word. And let me just brag on Austin Chadwick for a second. So he not only drove the U-Haul, it took us forever to get to camp. Forever. Forever. And he not only cooks, but he had prepared to open up for the, the night service. And so I don't know how he cooked and spoke an amazing message, but that man is phenomenal, and we could not do this without him. That is for sure. And if you haven't had his cooking, you are missing out tremendously. Let me just say that. Yes. Um, we had Wednesday night Sherry Higgins, spoken an amazing word. And she is a teacher to the core. Yes, but yes. the way that she teaches these kids is phenomenal because she gets right to their level and makes them understand what she's trying to say. She loves these kids in a way that's just amazing. And we always say how it's, if it's one or a whole group of kids, she still gives her all no matter what. I love that. And so we are so thankful that you are a part of us. <laughs> um, and I have two. They're not really newbies. They've been youth leaders about two years now, right? Yeah. But we have some young leaders who this year really shined. Um, They walked in boldness. They led the transitions. Um, But Alex and Christine, we are so proud of both of you guys. Just how they, I mean, there was like a boldness in them, a new boldness. They shared in the morning devotions. Alex interrupted the service for a move of God. I mean, it was just phenomenal how these they're growing up and I've seen them when they were little so I'm so proud of them of how they walked and then we have Melissa we call her the mother of the group because she just brings us all close and takes care of us and she has a heart for these kids so the enemy tried to take Melissa away from us this week and distract her and she sucked it up and she came and we couldn't have done it without her. So I'm so thankful that you yes. obeyed the Lord and you came. Yes. So I'm going to let these guys share, but Friday was probably my favorite service because when I was praying, just asking the Lord, do not leave anything undone. Don't leave anything incomplete. Whatever you want to do in this final night, we give you complete control. You do what only you can do. And the Lord did that. Our worship service turned into a prayer service. And seeing these youth go and pray with each other was just phenomenal. We had one going from one to the next to the next. Everybody was crying. Um, it was just phenomenal how God just showed up, and he interrupted the whole service to want to let these kids know how much he loves them and how much he values them and wants to spend time with them. And then we had a big—the um, youth got in the middle, and the leaders got around them and just prayed over it, and just the presence of God that was so strong in that room. So you— What's important about this is we were in a house. We weren't like in a church building. We are just in a little house in a living room. And God still met us right where we are. So I want to encourage you, wherever you are this week, let God meet you right where you are. If you just say, Lord, I'm here and I'm willing, show me your glory, he's going to show up in ways you cannot imagine. So don't let wherever you are disqualify you from what God wants to have for you because he will meet you. So I'm going to let these kids share now. So I'm going to start with Alex.
3: y'all doing today? Hey, Ollie. Um, uh, first of all, I just want to give a thanks to all those who donated and made this possible. We couldn't have done it without y'all, and I just appreciate, it, and we all appreciate it just so much. A uh, couple, of th- couple of my favorite things. Disney uh, Springs was great. All those things were great, but hands down, nothing will compete with that Friday night. That Friday night was something different, and um, it words can't describe what was what was transcribing in that place that I. Done it. And um, that's really all I have to say. Uh, but one more thing. <laughs> Youth, I just want to say what I said, you know, this past Wednesday night. Um, there is no issue. There is no problem. There is nothing big enough for our Father God. And you are not alone in this world. In this wretched world. You can call upon us, your elders. I'm not an elder, but (laughs) you can call on those who love you. And that's all I got to say.
1: Good job, good job, good job.
4: Jada. (laughs) I also want to say thank you to everyone who supported and prayed for us um, throughout this week. Um, I came into this camp week expecting God to heal my mental and emotional struggles that I've been dealing with for quite a while now and let me tell you he met me right on the first day of camp and by the end of camp I I can't even explain how I feel. I just feel like a weight has been lifted off of me. <laughs> um I'm at a loss for words, but this camp was really great, and I'm glad I got to make new friends, new family, I mean. But, yeah, thank you.
1: Good job. All right, Taylor, come join me. Come on, Taylor.
2: It's Taylor, not Big Hungry. Um... Thank you for people who donated, Papaw. Thank you for pushing me to go here and forcing me to go here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had a good time. It's worth it. It I choked on my own spit. <laughs> um, it's worth it to go here if your age is above thirteen, the memories are amazing. Everything's amazing about it. You make new friends, new family and everything else. Thank you.
1: Good job. Perfect. All right, Sherry. (laughs) Sherry,
5: baby. Yes, I just want to thank everyone for donating, um, investing in our future, because that's what we're doing. Um, They're amazing. Every one of them are amazing. And how... Um, how that came out through the whole week was just... Because our normal youth nights, we were kind of like separated in groups. But now, if you notice, we're a family. And that's what that created was that time. But I was reflecting this morning, thinking about... Because this was not the house that we were supposed to be in. And um, when I was reflecting on that this morning, I thought, why, you know, why did that change? There's a reason, because God wanted us in this house. And so when I started looking at the number 6108, um, 61 is an angel number. And I didn't know that until this morning when I was looking at it. And uh, 1 means new beginnings. And we talked about reposition and how to position yourself in a new beginning and how to start your relationship with God if you haven't already and um eight is infinity never ends so i thought that was really really cool when i looked at that but what was even funnier is i was thinking about why the two kids i got it in my pocket there were two kids that stuck this little guy on the back of our van and he has magnetic hands and magnetic feet and they stuck him on the back of our van and I, when I looked at it, that, they stayed there the whole trip back. They didn't move. And I thought, that's what God does for us. He stays with us. He protects us. He doesn't let go. And it was just funny that they stuck that there because we did have a little storm that tried to come through. But Por- Courtney, I think we were all praying for it to go past us, and it did. Like, it didn't even come near us. So it was just really cool how everything just worked out because God had a plan, and it was a different plan. Just like Friday night, Courtney was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. He's moving. He was, it was just the kids were just praying for each other. And just if you could only be in that presence at that moment, it was just overwhelming that they just did it on their own. And it was God's plan. And I just want you to know you were all amazing. You, and you're going to be such great leaders. The boldness that came out, the fierceness, they were shy. They're not anymore. This is, this, is, um, this is what we need, the ones to speak up, the ones that are not afraid to talk about God and teach about God. So you're wonderful. I love you
1: guys. All right, Grace.
6: this youth group has really changed a lot for me because, like, I went in and I was so nervous about, like, everything that we were doing, and I just like, I wanted to feel God, but I was just too, like, embarrassed about, like, how I would look towards other people um, and by the end, like, everyone just felt like family, and I could, like, really like, on Friday night, I was, like I felt it, and I was just crying, and I just haven't been able to do that in a very long time and so I'm very thankful for this experience that I had here
7: So, um, I know I'm new around here, a lot of you have hardly seen me, and if you have seen me, you have no idea what to call me, because you hear five different names, (laughs) Uh, but I'm really thankful for this group. Um, I don't think I've met another group that I've been able to bond with and form a connection with so quickly. Um, For a long time, I've had a big issue with going through the motions when it comes to just anything church-related, but... This week it uh, hit especially hard throughout just about every night uh, where we'd have the at night service and the music would be playing. I would just be standing there waiting for it to be over. And uh, towards the end of it, I started praying just that something would change about that because I I wasn't happy about it. And, um, well, as you probably know, on the last night something kind of (laughs) happened. I'm, I'm sorry. I had a I had a whole like I had a whole hour planned, but I'm having to I'm having to condense it now and I'm I'm kind of Oh my goodness, I got to talk about that. Um after the after service on that Friday night, um I felt called to just say something, just to talk about what had been on my mind, to talk about what God had been telling me to say. And um it led to well, I don't want to say that that was kind of the post message, but one more thing, that that phrase was brought up a lot um, because I had just a lot to say and I had been holding back from saying it the whole week and that was just the day I finally decided to say everything and it ended up being a little more than one more thing but it just made me really happy to see just where I was able to go from the beginning of week to the end of the week, from barely wanting to stand around or say anything to taking up about 30 minutes with just what I wanted to say what I needed to say um, okay one last thing I really liked seeing how just everyone was able to bond in this uh, group over the trip because we had all seen each other every other Sunday night every, for a while but I hadn't really felt like a group I just felt like this is my personal experience, but I just felt like uh, we were all just a group of people in the same place and not, as, as y'all said, a family. Um, but all the time that we spent together, all the nicknames we gave each other, all the, all the games we played together, it just felt more and more like a family every day. And it's, it's going to take me a while to get used to not having y'all all around, but you know that's how it's going to be. That's about all I got to say.
1: Good job. Good job, Brady. <laughs> All right, Leanne, do you want to come share anything? You got this. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
8: um.
9: Well,
4: <laughs> when I first went, I was really scared, and yep. <laughs> And um, well, my favorite part though was like the scavenger hunt videos, cause I feel like it brought everyone closer and like built a relationship, you know, just like doing small stuff together, just really helps like bring people together. I don't know. So I mean, so by the end of it, felt more confident. Yeah.
1: Good job! Yeah! All right, Josh. <laughs>
10: So, for a lot of you that don't know me, I am Josh, I am one of the new ones here, Um, and I am with the Abigail, the Higgins, and Friday night, y'all have heard a lot about, and um, the prayer that Alex had brought, that he had started, and uh, when youth all got in a circle, and all the leaders got around us, and um, I'm an emotional guy internally, I'm not very emotional, you know on the outside to show it but when i felt these two amazing people here i lost it it was the strongest presence of god i've ever felt and um that i mean that was the highlight of the week for me um, and not only I, i've been i've been to a previous camp but this camp and these 16 amazing people it was awesome you're in a, I mean you're in a house you're not in a big setting with a lot of people and that was probably the biggest impact that I think the youth church camp had. Um, I mean, it, it, it was really an amazing experience, and I can I cannot wait for next year and what it brings.
1: Marcus.
2: So when I first came to camp. I was kind of nervous that I wouldn't fit in, because you know I'm the youngest, I'm 13. I'm barely old enough to go to this camp, but when Friday night came, I felt God move in my life. He actually repositioned my life in a way I'd never felt before. And when I came out of that camp, I felt like I had a whole new family. And just want to thank the people who gave for us to go there. that's really all I have to say.
8: Good job. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, Abigail.
6: <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> so I first wanted to start and say thank you to everyone who allowed us to go to this camp. It means so much to us. If you have not been to a youth camp before, especially this one, you're really missing out because it is awesome. Um, when I first found out we were going to have new people, not going to lie, I was a little iffy about it because we were a close group, but they feel like a puzzle piece. Like they just fit right in and I love every single one of them. They're the funniest humans. Nobody knows until you do a scavenger hunt. You just don't know. Um, God really repositioned me in my life as I'm going through college classes, summer classes, trying to get through this. My focus was not on God when it should have been. I have been repositioned with my little, what do you call it? My little prepo, and um, it's just awesome. It really is. Friday night was amazing. It it's always amazing. Courtney speaks. You really need to hear her speak. But um, it was awesome. That's all I had to say. Thank you. <laughs>
1: good job. Good job. Good job. Good job. Julius.
8: <laughs>
2: First of all, I would just like to thank everyone who paid for us to go. Um, When mom said that we were going to youth camp, I was nervous. I've never fit in anywhere. I've always been shy, the kind of person who just sits in the corner somewhere when a group's around. But during this youth camp, I've made friends that will last for a very long time. God's shown me that you don't always have to be alone all the time and that you're not alone. Um, All these people here made me feel like I was not... um, that I was someone that they could talk to or be around. So I would just like to thank all of you for that. Friday night was a very special time for me. I haven't cried like that in a very, very long time. And God God really spoke to me that night as you probably did for all of us that went. <laughs> that's all I have to say. Good job. Good job.
8: Melissa. I'm at a loss for words, and most of y'all that know me know that's not normally the case. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I just want to encourage everyone. I'm a, thank you so much for those who gave who prayed um just the week itself was amazing and you know the enemy will lie to you he'll tell you you don't belong right he'll tell you you don't fit in he'll tell you all those things to keep you from experiencing what God has for you and he and he probably tried that I know he tried it with me definitely I probably tried to back out of camp probably 110 times Um, I spoke to all the leadership, and I'm like, no, I just can't. I've got this going on and that going on. And he'll he'll really, the enemy will really try to discourage you, and he'll try to talk you out of things. But I'm going to be honest. If you put yourself in a position to be repositioned, he will show up and show out. And that's what he did Friday night is he really just swept in. It was the craziest thing. We were all just in worship. You know, it was like every other night. I mean, we had worship. You know, God moves. Everybody's raising their hands. We're worshiping. But then it was like all of a sudden out of nowhere was like, it was almost like a, oh, I just can't explain it. Kind of like if you're on the ocean, right? And the wind hits you just all of a sudden, there's no storms. It's sunny outside. You just don't expect it. But then all of a sudden it's just like this rushing and that's all I could, that's, that's the only way I can express how it was. And it started from one end of that living room from the back of the kitchen. And we were in one little area and it, and it just, and it just washed over. And, and, and just the experience and the feeling of his presence and the washing over was a repositioning. He was moving us where he wanted us as puzzle pieces as we fit together. Um, but that's the best way that I can explain it. But don't let the enemy lie to you. Don't let him tell you that you don't fit in. Don't let him tell you that you ain't got it all together or that you did this or you did that because it doesn't matter when he wants to show up and show out. He's going to show up and show out. So you've got to trust him. But camp was amazing. And I'll go next year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sissy, Christine.
4: Well, first off, I want to say thank you to each of you that donated and that prayed throughout the week because I know there was a lot of you that took days and even maybe Wednesday night that you guys prayed for us and I just want to say thank you for that, because we could not have gone without you guys supporting us financially or spiritually in prayer, and so I I do thank you, and I thank our pastor. I thank all of our leaders, because we couldn't have done this. I mean, two of our people, I think maybe more than that, took off work to be here this week and to lead us and to make food for us and to be there for us, and I'm thankful to the leaders for that. Um, I This week, you know, I kind of like what Abigail said. We are such a tight-knit group. I mean, you know, I've been best friends with Alex and Abigail and Jada for the last 10 years of my life. So we've been great friends, and it can kind of be hard, you know, to come into a group. It can be a little nerve-wracking when they're so tight-knit. But like Abigail said, everybody just fit a piece of a puzzle. I mean, I was just amazed with each of them, Taylor, Marcus, Julius, Ramey, Grace, Leanne, how they fit in, and they came in, and they were going to make themselves known. And even if it took them a few days, They Taylor probably was the one who opened up immediately, and I kind of wish he didn't now. <laughs> no, I love him. Um, but we, I'm telling you, we had so much fun We bonded as a family each night, whether we were at Disney Springs or at the beach or in service. It was like we just continued to bond and to grow. And one thing that I thought was really awesome, everybody's going to mention Friday night apparently, um, which every day was great. Every day had significance because you couldn't get to Friday without Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. Um, And we got to Friday, and let me say, it was not the leaders who initiated praying for each other or crying over each other. I mean, Alex initiated it 45 minutes later, but it was Ramey who went to Taylor, and Taylor who went to Julius, and Julius who went to Marcus, and Ramey who went to Grace, and Leanne, and Taylor joined them, and it, it, I just began to cry because to see their hearts for each other, these kids who five days ago didn't know each other, you know, and their hearts for each other, they would go and they would just sit and weep over each other and cry. And they might not have even known what it was that they were feeling, but it was the compassion of the Holy Spirit that was moving on them to pray for each other and to cry with each other as a family. And it is so important. We were talking to so, uh, Ramey. He, yes, gave a 30-minute a, a speech Friday night, but it was it was what all of us needed to hear. It, it really brought us together and it impacted our night that Ramey said what he said because he ministered to all of us and of course he had one more thing after one more thing and we loved it. I mean, we had such a laugh. We had such a great time but it's, it's just like we were talking about and something that he mentioned is it's so important. We're in this small house and I think big youth groups are great. I think big churches are great. I think the Holy Spirit can move powerfully but there's something so different I mean, you just don't get this. I'm just going to be honest. You don't get this. It is like we are linked to each other. And it's the Holy Spirit that has divinely orchestrated our connection. And he knew what each of us needed to go. And I'm excited for next year. I hope some of the kiddos that I see over here will be able to join and be able to be a part. Because we're always open. Just as we clicked, others are welcome to come and click as well. And We are just so thankful, and I love all of you. I love my youth group so very much. Um, And just, again, thank you so much.
1: (laughs) Ramey, do you remember what you shared about us being in the circle? What you shared about us being in the circle? About the electric, the metal thing. Do you remember that? Will you come share that?
7: So, I mean, you could have just said it pretty well, yeah, but... but you do it better. All right. So, it was when we were all, uh, it was on that Friday night where the youth was in the circle and then the leaders were in another circle around us, praying over all of us. And that had me thinking of just an analogy I've had in my head for such a long time that I've, I've told it to my parents and uh, my whole parents back there pretty much. Um, <laughs> but I've been telling them for a while that I feel like... Whenever I'm in a church setting, I feel like there's two materials that a person could be made out of when it comes to how they're able to spread the love of God, and that is rubber and metal. And I was talking about it uh, on that Friday night after we had got done with that service, that God's love is like electricity, and just I don't know how else to put it together. I, I got all the pieces right now just on the table. I'm trying to find the glue. Um, I'm a big analogies guy. It's how I explain myself the best. Um, but I feel like that's I can't really put it a better way at the moment than just all of us were made. it, it was just like a big metal sculpture, and the love of God was just whoosh, that's electricity. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what? Grayson? Okay. His, Grayson, we call him Ramey <laughs> Yeah. That's all.
1: <laughs> I thought he was going to say one more thing.
7: Okay, so. Thing. Oh, I say that. I actually, it's actually funny you said that because I brought my Bible and my notebook up here. <laughs> and I wasn't originally going to do all this, but you did say You thought I was going to say one more thing, so I will say one more thing. Let me get it on the right side here. Um oh, sorry. But I wrote notes on everyone's um on everyone's uh well not everyone, but most people's message that I could remember to. And I wrote down all the verses in all of them that they mentioned. Um and usually that was just to like go back and read them later to make sure of like you know, I was understanding what I was hearing. Um but there was one in particular that uh somebody around here uh mentioned during her message which was fantastic um it was proverbs four twenty three uh through 27 which was that reads keep your mouth free of perversity keep corrupt talk from your lips let your eyes look straight ahead fix your gaze directly before you give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways do not turn to the right or to the left keep your foot from evil I say some things I probably shouldn't say. Um, not in terms of, I'm not, I don't think I say bad stuff like that, but I don't think about what I say a lot. And that's something also that I was praying about a lot. And I was reading through my Bible one day uh, during the uh, the times where we go in our rooms and we stay silent and we write in these notebooks and I had read that verse, and I had highlighted it, but this little marker thing right here, I hadn't put it on the page, so I, I had lost it. I would completely forgotten what verse it was. I, I know what it is now, buddy. <laughs> um, I know that's not it. That's not it. It was Proverbs 4.23. But that was the verse that I had lost, and it was that night uh, during Courtney's message that I, Pastor Courtney's message, that... She just read it, and that was—it was a jaw-dropping thing. Just for that one verse that I had been trying to remember all day to be read to me that night, that I had been thinking about, and that I had been—it's just—it had just been running through my mind. Is that's now that that's that's the last one.
1: Good job, phenomenal. All right, my amazing husband, who gives his all to these kids. He loves the one-on-one, so you'll see him just talking to one-on-one here. But the impact he makes on their lives is phenomenal. And he just gives his all. So,
11: here All right. Are you going to mention about the house ordeal on the way down? Yeah. Well, you are? Okay. 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 All right. All right, so I won't touch the tab, but... Uh, But no, uh, the devil really did try to discourage all of us in moments before the trip, Uh, and and it does. But it's always a fight once we get there, the devil doesn't stand a chance. And uh, I guess going into it... uh, I will not mention the banana pudding incident, but, but it was it was it was a tasty treat at midnight that <laughs> night. But anyways, what I wanna what I wanna say with that is having new youth at this trip is like when you go to make something you pour all the different ingredients in. Not especially knowing exactly how it's going to turn out your first time you make it. And uh, that's exactly what we did. I mean, we, we bring all these youth together. You never know what's going to happen when you put two people together, much less a whole house full. Uh, but, it, but it was so cool that it, I mean, from the time we all loaded in the van, There was no uprising. I mean, it was just like a family. And uh, as far as that week went, as each person spoke, that was a little bit more ingredients of God put in there. You You know, like you put a little dash of salt here, a little dash of salt there. We were putting little dashes of God here, a little dash of God there. And our services... Are not like. They're more like our Wednesday night services. They, we interact and we pull other leaders in. We pull the youth in to give what they want to say or what God is wanting to speak through them. And by the end of the week, uh, Ramey was off the chain. I mean, he he took it and ran with it. But that was awesome. But but he he added what everybody else was leaving off you know he was the he was adding the salt and pepper that we needed to our final ingredient and it was just an awesome experience as far as to see the youth and the leaders from the first night to the last night how everybody grows and everybody grows together and gets closer and closer uh If I could pick a favorite moment, I would have to say Sunday through Saturday. That was my favorite moment because there was not one particular moment that didn't shine because every time we got in the van, every time we went to swim, all of our one-on-ones, there's no words to express what those were what happened in those moments. Uh, the beach was awesome. I, uh, thanks to Marcus and Julius uh, wanting to rent boogie boards. That was amazing. That was my first time ever being able to... to I've I rode them before, but I never got to actually experience what you're supposed to do on them, and, and it worked. <laughs> but it worked. I'm still feeling it. but uh, But it was an amazing experience. I mean, I could go... I could take each person here and tell a story uh, throughout the week, Uh, but I know y'all have things to do this week, so it would take me till Friday to tell y'all all Mm -hmm. all of it. But uh, it was all amazing. Thank everyone who invested in our lives uh, and made it possible, especially the prayers, because the prayers were answered, and the prayers did come through, and if I could say one thing, is I ask that each of you encourage what happened this week to continue to happen, and uh, reach out and ask them what happened in their lives. Uh, you know, ask them what was their greatest experience. What, what do you hope to do this year before next year, you know, ask them. Ask them, and continue to pray over them, because the enemy comes in strong after these these moments like this. There's a. Uh, I mean, I dealt through it. I mean, when I was a teenager going to youth groups, I get on fire. I come back Monday morning, devil hit me hard, uh, want to knock me down and make me forget all that happened the week before. But continue to pray over them that God seals it in their heart and the fire that he sparked this week that he continues to blow his breath and oxygen on that and continues the rest of their lives no matter what they go through, what comes at them, that they'll remember these moments and pull them through it all. That's all I have to
1: say. Before I ask the best for last to come, um, we, we did these scavenger hunts, and one of the scavenger hunts where you had to actually go and include those around you into the scavenger hunt, the sh- strangers, um, but what's amazing is we were talking about this, is we don't know the impact we made on those around us in this little neighborhood. Because we said we're, you know, we're church kids, we're at a church camp, and for them to think about, well, you know, they may think church is boring. All this, remember that group of kids that we encountered, that they were on a youth camp, and they were having so much fun. We don't know the impact we made into their lives as well. And so the scavenger hunt was amazing. But I'll let Austin Chadwick come share his.
9: Story. Okay, so I think everyone up here has asked me to play this video for you guys, so we're gonna play it. This is one of our scavenger hunt challenges. Which was basically giving a weather report. So I think I've got it loaded up there. If you got sound, uh, if you guys can duck and let, let them see up here on the TVs.
2: Breaking news there is a hurricane, David.
10: Oh my ah! God! Oh my this God. is the end! This
2: hurricane!
10: Ah! Oh my God!
2: I just got in ah! the Let entire city. <laughs>
9: Okay, yeah. Can we, can we bring up the audio and play it one more time? Let them see. Hey, you can just hit spacebar again. It should play.
2: Breaking news. There is a hurricane, David. Oh, my God. God. This oh, is God. the end. hurricane. Oh, oh my God. I just got in the <laughs> the city.
9: Oh, oh. So I'm basically the person who creates chaos in the house. Um, I come up with these stupid video challenges for them to do. That that really, the first time they do it, they're like, "Oh my gosh, like this is I, I don't want to be in front of camera." But man, the second time we asked them to do it, they were all in. You know why? Because they got to bond with each other because they knew that it was inside of this group. Like, we're not going to show it to everybody outside. We're not going to embarrass them. As far as it goes, we do. Well, we showed it to you guys, but whatever. Uh, you know, we're not here to embarrass them. We're not here to take them down. We're here to build them up. And we're here to encourage them and to teach them how to encourage and build each other in a good, fun-loving way and in a godly way. And so, and I was, you know, I've done... It's probably 17 or 18. It's probably 26 for Courtney. I mean, we have just done so many of these camps. We've done them with 800 people. We've done them in every location you can imagine in the mountains. We've done them on a lakeside. We've we've been swimming with jellyfish to the point that every kid is covered in their body with jellyfish stings. I mean, we've done it all, and nothing compares to that connection that they can create with each other in this type of group and this type of atmosphere and you know what it's not the leaders that create that we just we we give the space you guys help us pay the way you guys encourage us and and we create the space but it's the kids that connect with each other and it's incredible to watch, absolutely incredible. And you know, we had—I think we had—do we have seven new, six new, seven new? I don't know. I think we had seven new. And let me tell you, the 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 two weeks leading up to camp, me and Courtney were uh, basically inundated with texts of questions of, "Hey, uh, how do you do this?" Or, or "Do you have a first aid kit? Do you have this?" or uh, "How how does this work?" Because you know what, you guys love your kids. You guys love your kids. And you know what? It is an absolute privilege for you to trust us with them. It is nothing more than a privilege, and we, we don't carry that lightheartedly. And, and it is an incredible blessing to have this time with them. I appreciate you guys trusting us because what happened this past week, I can tell you because I remember being in camps 15 years ago. What happened this past week? We'll walk with them for the remainder of their life. Yeah. The memories will go with them. The prayers that they prayed over each other will go with them. And I had, had a couple of altercations, but I had a mini altercation yesterday at Cracker Barrel uh, with the manager at Cracker Barrel who did not like us being there. And... Um, and I got in the in the van, and me and Alex started talking. And we got about five minutes down the road. And I just I let go on Alex. God bless him. But but it angered me so much at how a how offensive defensive they were whenever our kids walked in. Of as as a society, and Pastor Rhonda said this a few minutes ago. But at the society immediately when they see a group of teenagers walk in, they just think that the worst is going to happen man that is not it at all they just want to be loved they want to feel loved they want to and we we teach them that if they can feel god's love then it doesn't matter what this world throws at them doesn't matter what garbage is put in their face we're trying to teach them that god's love is greater than all of these things if they reposition themselves away from everything the enemy has and set themselves under his love and what he has for their life, they can face anything. And they can do it connected to each other. And so it's incredible. And like I said once again, thank you. Thank you to the parents. Thank you to the people here. And lastly, I want to say thank you to Pastor Courtney. She does an incredible job. Every, everything she does, from, from picking the name to picking who's going to speak to all the decisions that we have to make, every one of those do, are done in prayer. Every one of those are done by listening to the Holy Spirit, by listening to what God has for us. There's not a decision she makes. I, I'm as close to her as, as anyone whenever we go to do this stuff. There's not a decision she makes that is not led by God. Trust her. It's worth it. Okay? We love your kids. We love you guys. Thank you.
1: Good job, guys. You all did phenomenal. Good job.
0: Amen, amen. You can keep standing. We're going to dismiss um, you. That were wondering is someone preaching after this? I should have let you know beforehand. No, that was a big no. They did the preaching, um, kids. We believe in you. That you all did so awesome. And Grayson, I have good news and bad news for you. I started saying one more thing about your age, and this is where I ended up today. So. Born communicators usually say one more thing, Um, but you all did so awesome. Youth leaders and young people just loved everything that you said. I watch you even when you don't know I'm watching you, and we're so proud of you. And to Church of the Harvest in 1990, we founded this church, and one of the visions of this church was raising up awesome young people. And a lot of those, I had lunch with Pastor Scott and Cindy Thomas a long time this week who serve as unofficial advisors to me. And to just watch them and people that have been raised in this house is amazing. So, we're going to keep our eyes on you guys. And hey, um, youth group, they're, everything they said to you, I'm not going to reiterate, but you have an anchor now. So, in a few days or a week, and then that thing tells you you didn't have this experience, you don't, tells you the opposite of everything happened. Go back to your anchor and what you believe. God's going to give. Uh, Courtney the other leaders insight on how to make this work there's going to be some changes coming up um, even in how you meet and what you do it's going to be awesome to keep this community and we're so thankful to all of you that seated prayer you gave your finances this is your reward, this is your blessing what God has done in their lives is, is unto your account heaven is watching I know my late husband who believed in youth camp more than anything is mindful And we're so thankful, and we're so proud of you. Let's give them one more hand. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, the Lord bless all of you and keep you. Thank you for coming this morning. Hug a neck, shake a hand. We'll see you Wednesday night or next Sunday. We love you, Church of the Harvest. Go tell them what an awesome job they did this morning. Uh Uh-oh, one more thing. I'm sorry, the one more things are done. No,
11: (laughs) So, every year... I started this little tradition of giving bracelets to the youth leaders, or not youth leaders, to everybody in the group. Uh, we do have some extra, and they're on the back. Uh, feel free to grab one if you if you would like.
0: Awesome! Awesome! Thank you. Bracelets back there. Thank you. We love you guys. We'll see you Wednesday night or next Sunday.